0: Good morning, this is Frederick Zappone, and it is May 31st at, I don't know, 8 o'clock. Well, it depends where you live. It's 8 o'clock out here on the East Coast, and we're, Vanna Ronda. is my wife's name, Rhonda is my partner here on the radio. Hi, Rhonda, good morning. Good
1: morning, I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, good. So, uh, the topic,
1: <laughs> the topic today yeah, yeah. is a little
0: daunting. But okay, so I, I, I and then, <laughs> in advance I told people we were going to do a show titled Why Men uh, Think Women Are God in Their Lives. And uh, so I'm going to kind of give my take to it, uh, Rhonda. And then I want you to join in. Okay. Uh, so we have to go back in time. We have to go back to May seventeenth, nineteen 1999. I am living in Texas at this time. I'm living down in Austin. I'm no longer there, but I was living there. And it's 10.01 a.m. in the uh, morning. And the reason that's significant is that I had this big insight wash over me about why men think women are God and their lives. But what's significant about that date and that time, that was the anniversary, the exact anniversary of my birth date. So the insight that struck me at that time was women are God in men's lives. And and why did that strike me that way? Well, here's my take on it. Contrary to what some of you out there might believe or not believe, I actually have a memory of coming out of the birth canal into this world. Science has actually proven that babies are able to have that kind of memory, and I have that memory. Now the rest of it is part memory and part my understanding of my memory. And it is this, I came out of the birth canal, I came out of the wound, and all of a sudden I look up and I see this gigantic entity. Now I don't know what it is yet, but it's it's big and I'm very (laughs) small. And I think to myself, what is this? Who is this? And then the next thing I know, I am laying on this entity's chest and I feel warm, and I feel loved and I feel cared for and I feel nurtured and protected and the next thing I know, this entity is feeding me and it's like oh wow, this is so good and it's like my mind's just going crazy like what is this? Who is this? And, and finally it hits me. This must be God. You can't feel this good unless you're in the presence of God. Now, I'm not talking about a religious God. I'm talking about the God of my understanding. Mm-hmm. This God is just wonderful. And then, as life continued on, this God took care of me. This God hugged me, kissed me, bathed me, cuddled me, rocked me when I was crying, changed my diaper when I was when it was dirty. <laughs> and, and it went on and on. This was wonderful. And then one day I realized this God is actually mother. She's my mother. And she's the source of my life. And it's like, wow. And I just adored her. But, you know, my mother, being a human being and and having her own weaknesses, you know, wasn't the perfect mother. So as time progressed, you know, my mother was the first woman to disappoint me. She was the first (laughs) one To make me cry, she was the first woman to hurt me. Now, I'm not blaming women in any way. This is just what happens in the evolution of men in relationship to women. And it was out of this realization that what I saw then was that a man starts to have a, a, you know, he has this love hate relationship with his mom, and then he wants his independence. So that love hate relationship kind of gets more intense. But if he doesn't resolve his relationship with his mom, then he for the rest of his life has issues with women and part of the problem is that that in order for a man to have an equal relationship with a woman he has to acknowledge that symbolically symbolically speaking every woman is god in his life every woman symbolically represents the source of his life and once you accept that women symbolically are the source of your life you can have a relationship of equality with them in all ways, and realize that we're both human beings. Both men and women are human beings, and the <laughs> only difference between us, physically, is the plumbing. Other than that, you know, we have the same desires, the same wishes, the same uh, um, dreams, and sure. uh, and it behooves. And but we have different energy. We have complementary energy, and it's wonderful when it's complementary, but when it's not complementary, oh, it's I awful. It was, I think so you described What do you think about what I just shared with you, Rhonda?
1: Experience. You know, that initial, a lot of us, probably most of us don't remember that like you did. But you just shared, I mean, you just expressed every person has had that same experience. They come out and they, this entity is like, you know, this is the person that's, you know, going to take care of me. And so I think everyone experiences that that mother figure is their first Influencer, as you you would consider, you know, we have influencers today. We have TikTok influencers and YouTube influencers. Well, our mother was the, our first influencer uh, for every every experience that we had—good, bad, ugly, indifferent—and so um, this this ex- experience you're talking about lays the groundwork and the foundation for all of our other relationships. So if you don't have a good relationship with your mom, it's going to affect, you know, that's why I think a lot of women are in competition with other women. We, we don't realize the sacredness that lies within each of us, that there doesn't need to be a competition. There needs to be a, a, like you say, complimentary among women, women with men, men with women. So yeah, the mother, uh, that's, that's a, that's pretty heavy stuff there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it does get pretty heavy. We don't want to. We don't want to get heavy in this show. This, this show is about fun. So talking Please. about fun, we gotta. <laughs> we gotta talk about the word God. I mean, I, I, I wasn't planning to do this because. Uh, yeah, here's the thing: the the word God itself has huge baggage for almost everybody. I mean, it's just huge, based on your upbringing. You know, I, I I have yet to encounter a person who went from birth to 21 who doesn't have some kind of baggage of what the god concept and, and and for years i couldn't even use that word that's yes, the reason why so many people go love, to exactly. uh, source energy or infinite intelligence or universe right yeah right Be, because we're trying yeah. to find a word that it's represents a, an infinite but without the baggage and yeah wasn't until i got to the so i had to work through i mean i couldn't even say the word god for years and i and 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 i'm very comfortable with the word god now because when i talk about god it's the god of my understanding and if i'm talking to you it's the god of your understanding mm-hmm. and we all understand this god differently based on you know the forces that shaped us our upbringing and our our self-education our self-help education uh but, but lots of people get hung up with the word God. Some people are totally dominated right. by the word God and can't do anything without God telling them what to do through, ideas God, say, a preacher or through the Bible. Or, uh, you know,
1: in, in the Bible, the you know it, it states this. I, I've talked with people that you know they can't really hold a, a normal conversation without referencing God or the Bible. Um, and that's just where they're at. That's their journey and I was with you I mean, I'm like with you uh, Frederick the, the word God has really tripped me up so I've, I've had to work through that and I'm not sure I've completely worked through it um, because I, I still don't feel really comfortable with it and you know that when we say that word it, it it's a great source of disappointment for me because the God that I was raised with <clears throat> pardon me was um, well he's scary for one thing and the other thing was you didn't get out of line. You didn't. You weren't allowed to be your brilliant, magnificent, adventurous self. You know, you had to play small, and that's what rubs me the wrong way with the God that I was raised with. Is I had to play small, and I am anything but a small personality. So it, it was not a good fit for me.
0: <laughs> that's true. You're. That's true. You're very, very large personality you're that's what i love about you it's you're so fully expressive and and you know and and of course i didn't know you when you were (laughs) under the authority of a very dominant right right under the influence of a very dominant and judgmental and cruel god you know i I came to the conclusion uh, well first off my you know up until i had my first child i was a staunch believer You know, I was I was an Italian Catholic. I absolutely believed. I didn't question anything. That's before the Catholic Church had all this incredible scandal. But but besides the point, I was you know I was okay with God. You know, I didn't like it. It felt kind of restrictive. But it's like okay, black and white, right and wrong. I got it. Um, Mm -hmm. But then at the age of twenty one, I was married, had my first child, and he died. Mm -hmm. And that that just blew me apart that, you know, in it, it was very painful at the time, but in retrospect, the life and death of my son, John, put me on the path yeah. that made me the person I am today. So in retrospect, he played his part in, in breaking me out of the confines of limited uh, organized religious thinking uh, yeah. to discover that what God really is, is love. God is unconditional love. And when you experience that for yourself, you give it to other people. Frederick, I do agree with what you're Uh, saying,
1: and would you agree with that or not? Brutally honest, I don't know that I've ever experienced that kind of unconditional love from uh, a god figure or another human being, and so it's led me to the place where I'm at in my life to give myself unconditional love. And and that word unconditional, people think, oh, it means you know you could do anything and you're going to be loved unconditional just means i love you without any strings attached i i I love you without having an attachment to your goodness or badness i love you just because you are a sacred spiritual being and so that's how i love myself unconditionally i uh, i've learned to let myself off the hook about many things and accept my 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 frailties so, I, I I would love to, to feel that love from a, a deity or uh, even another human, but I think for myself.
0: Well, here I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, Rhonda. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I and I totally agree. It, but here's what I've discovered: it's like before I could have the experience of unconditional love from they say the God of my understanding or source energy or whatever you want to call it before that could happen before that did happen is I and you you mentioned it, it's about giving ourselves unconditional love until I totally and fully and completely accepted myself exactly as I am with all my strengths flaws and weaknesses until I accepted accepted and I put the emphasis on that exactly as I am like, I could not get better. In exactly. fact, the harder I worked at trying to get better, the worse I got because I was not accepting myself. Mm-hmm. But once I, once I accepted, this is me. I'm fully human, fully divine. I'm part saint. I'm part sinner. Absolutely. Once I accepted that, every day I get better and better naturally. And that's the, and and when you start to have that experience, yeah. then you you start to have the experience. Wow, this is what God <laughs> really feels like. When you're feeling, by the way, when you're feeling good, that's what God's feeling. It's, I mean, that's that that's been my experience. When I'm feeling good, it's like, wow, this is what God's feeling. And the other quick thing about God that I want I want to relate to is God to be understanding again, because I don't want to step on anybody's toes. That that I've discovered this. The, in terms of forgiveness, it's like, well, first off, when oh. I was in re- in the restrictive religious <laughs> mindset, I was always praying to god and always begging god to fix things for me and always begging god to save he gave, me he gave and silence. all i got from god was silence <laughs> and then i got more silence and then one day uh, yeah 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 oh yeah but, but in his silence he was speaking to me And this and one day i says why the silence and he says because you don't need my help if you needed my help i would help you but you don't need my help He says, I will give you inspired thoughts. And he says, I will give you inspired ideas and I will give you ideas and thoughts that make you feel good. But that's all you need from me. And then that's when I realized that the way God most often answers our prayers is by by giving us an an inspired thought or idea. And, And exactly, exactly exactly and and, yes. and and the whole thing is is when you when you fully accept yourself you feel one with yourself and when you feel one with yourself you feel one with other people and when you feel one with other people yes. you feel one with nature and when you feel one with nature you feel one with the universe and you feel one with everything and it is such an incredibly warm I have delicious I have exotic feeling there one. is nothing and like if it that's what when there's the full god ex- is like yes
1: i have experienced that oneness and you're right it's it is like intoxicating. You feel like you could walk on water. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and that's what and that and that's the God experience. When you have what you just described, you're having a God experience. This is not a God of religion. This is not a God of man. By the way, all the stuff about the God that man throws around. Yeah. This is man. This is man misusing God for their own selfish interests to manipulate and control people. Right. If you believe in a God of fear, you're under the influence of man, not under the influence of God, because God is God of love, right. and in God's domain, there is no fear. And that's what we that and that's what we have to remember. You know, fear for the most part is is what men do to control their fellow man, and and what I've learned and I learned it the hard way because you know (laughs) it's like I had a lot of fears in my life and fear breeds fear and if you focus on fear you get more fear (laughs) Uh, and it becomes endless you know and you get worse and worse and you feel worse and worse and it just never stops and then one of the I I read something one time by a guy named Joseph Chilton Pierce and he said the breeding ground Mm. of all fear the breeding ground where it starts is the fear of death as long as you fear death as long as you fear death, you cannot embrace life. And he says, if you think about it, he says, here's how it, here's he says, here's how it runs. He says, You have this fear. You have this fear that you're gonna lose your job. And then you have this fear that if you lose your job, you won't be able to pay your bills. Then you have this fear if you can't pay your bills, you will be homeless. Then you have this fear if you're homeless, you're gonna die. So ultimately, you know, you the, the fear takes you down to the fear of death. So you have a choice. You can either embrace the idea that you're gonna die someday because the fact is we all are Frederick. or you can resist it. And as long as oh, you no, resist no. it, you cannot <laughs> so embrace life. You know, every I had day one. I wake yes, I'm I had sorry. A go, ahead. Into <laughs> go ahead. Uh, because of his no, 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 inordinate no, no, amount of fears.
1: And the his counselor told him he said, Well, let's follow that down. Let's just let's just go ahead and go down that long dark path. What of what is? What if I lost my job? He said, Let's just follow that out as far as we can. What would happen? You know, And so he, and then what would happen if I became homeless? Let's just go down there. Let's just, just haul off down that long, dark road and just look, what if, what if I became homeless? So he helped him to see, you know, that all along the path, there were other things that he could do or other ways that he could rescue himself. Uh, and he helped him face his fears. So it, they, fears loom large in front of us. When we are timid and we don't want to face them, but if you go ahead and just square your shoulders and you just look at that fear, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna see where you're gonna take me because I I have I have the feeling that somewhere along the line I'm going to rescue myself, and so those fears don't have to control us. They don't. They're not really real anyway. They're just these negative thoughts in our mind they're not fear is not even real
0: well that's true most of them are imaginary in fact i think something like 98 percent of our fears are imaginary one of the things i learned about fear when you actually embrace it is here's what happens when you truly embrace whatever your fear is Mm -hmm. you discover that fear is a paper dragon all bark and no bite you know and, and but you have to embrace it you have to do the opposite of what you're doing you know if you're fearful if you're re- <laughs> a very true. fearful person you're resisting a whole hell of a lot of life
1: because <laughs> yes, once you start
0: embracing fear it just starts it starts dissolving right uh so anyhow i, I Rhonda, i'd like you to kind of sure. summarize if you can uh, what this episode has been all about because we're kind of running out of time here and i want well, to wrap it of up of course I. You know, um, I just...
1: I love and, uh, so that. so tell me, kind of what dispels, did you get out of the show? Um, bringing God down to a level that we can uh, embrace instead of somebody that's up in the clouds that's that's uh, detached from us. So and, you know, the word Namaste means the sacred in me acknowledges the sacred in you. So I feel like that's what we're talking about is the sacred in each one of us. And that makes us, that makes me feel really warm and loving towards my fellow man to know that each in each one of us is the sacred and the divine and you know it's it's not intimidating and we're all here for each other we're all walking each other home we're all in this boat together
0: absolutely and I think you know when we consciously focus on seeing the divine in each other we can only love each other. We cannot have conflict with each other. And when people say or do things that might mm-hmm. might draw me into conflict, I let that go yes. for the divine in them, because feeling one with people feels so much better sure. than feeling separate from them. No. And we live in a world where the we media and politicians <laughs> want to separate us from each other, and I don't want any part of that. Anyhow, we could go on and on with this forever. Okay, so uh, so the so the uh, we have a program. <laughs> well, what, do you know yes, what having, we have one more have program title or, coming up? Do you, you know what the title is or what we're going to talk about the next and one and not
1: have to require to be motivated by somebody else or an outside source. Yeah, we're we're going to attempt that tomorrow.
0: <laughs> All right. Yes, that's it. That's exactly the title we're going to. We're going. Yes, we're, we're going to attempt that one tomorrow. Uh, so anyhow, folks, uh, this is Rhonda. Or, no, this is Frederick. <laughs> that's that's, that's Rhonda. There is, there Rhonda. is a song. Uh, what, isn't the, there a song called Ron- 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 Rhonda? I, 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 what's What's Okay, okay, yeah. That, yeah, that's re- actually, that's the reason why I enlisted uh, Rhonda the, 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 the that's that's the reason why I enlisted Rhonda to co-host the show with me because you see folks I spent like five thousand dollars to get my eye fixed and then many times my mouth doesn't work so that's why I have Rhonda. Anyhow anyhow, this is Rhonda and Frederick for the Easy Insight Living uh, podcast and uh, you can leave us a message on the site where you uh, clicked on the link to, to hear this podcast or you can on yes, this page that you're now, We're, there's a link there you where you can leave a a free voicemail, uh, voice message. Yeah. Yeah, we want to hear what you have to say. Uh, we want to be able to uh, improve the program. We want to give you more of what you want. Uh, our 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 intention is always for it to be lighthearted and fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, because we know that if we're enjoying doing the show, you should. We we'll hopefully enjoyed listening to it. Anyhow, I, I got, I got, I can talk a train down a track. So I'm now, I'm, I'm going to stop this train. And uh, so, say, remember, do you? I don't know. Who, yeah, Gracie and George. I don't know how yeah. many people remember Burns, Gracie and uh, Gracie Allen and, and George Burns? Yeah, and 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 George always. ended I, I saw the, the reruns of that show, which is I think from the fifties. But I saw the reruns like in the '70s and the '80s, and say, and and, and, and at the night, end of Fred, the show, uh, George would always have to say, <laughs> "Say goodnight, night, Gracie." So I will, I, I will say, so, "Good night, good night, all." Until we, we meet you. again, take very good care of yourself. For you, and we will do.